Hello, welcome to the self-learning podcast by Dr. Shishma Singh. Let us start discussion on Unit 20, Urban Informal Sector. In this unit, we will discuss about the informal sector in the urban area. The last census held in 2001 showed that around 27% of the population resided in urban area and the rest in rural areas. The urban force in the country numbered 370 million. Of this, a mere 7.5%, around 27 million were engaged in the formal sector, while 370 million were engaged in the informal sector. Women constituted one-third of those engaged in the informal sector and one-seventh of those employed in the formal sector. Around then 250 million workers were engaged in the rural informal sector. The urban informal sector comprised around 100 million workers. In the following section, we will discuss about how the informal sector came into prominence. This will be followed by a section on the definition of the informal sector. In the later sections, we will take up case studies on this sector, especially those involving women as they are most vulnerable section in the economy. These include the garment industry. Now let us move to the next point formal sector and informal sector. In the previous unit on formal sector we have already explained the difference between the formal on organized sector and the informal or unorganized sector of the economy in India. Here again we will repeat some of the details for clarity. The distinction between the formal and informal sectors is crucial for understanding employment relations. Workers in the formal sector are engaged in factories commercial and service establishments and their working conditions, wages and social security measures are legally protected. The wages of formal sector workers are substantially higher than those engaged in the urban informal sector. Moreover, a range of labor laws guaranteeing permanency of employment and provision for retirement benefit protect their jobs. What is noted above is the formal sector, hence the question is what is the informal sector? One way of answering this question is workers who are not in formal sector are in the informal sector. This may not be a satisfactory explanation as far as we are concerned because it is identified through exclusion. We do not know what the characteristics of these sectors are.
Interestingly, this is precisely how this sector was described when it was discovered by academics and policy makers. In 1970, J. Kath Hart, an anthropologist who specialized in African society, was working for a research project of the International Labor Organization. He was studying the labor market in Akira, Ghana. He found that all the wage earners do not come under the labor market rule. Hart was from a developed country where most activities were in formal sector. Workers worked in large factories, people bought their groceries from departmental stores and other requirements were bought from large departmental stores. There were laws that regulated their employment conditions and workers were to some extent unionized. In other words, there were formal relations between workers and employed and workers and the state. Hard research in Akira showed that the situation was quite different there. He found that there were large groups of workers who had no fixed employer. They assembled in the city in the early morning and those who needed day laborers would come there, bargain over the wage and then employ them for short periods, sometimes as short as one day. He also found that in marketplaces there were people who carried their agricultural produce from their homes in the villages and came to the city to sell their wares. These included food grains, vegetables, meat and poultry, fruits, herbs, etc. The whole scenario was quite different from what he had seen in the developed countries. It was also quite different from the tribal economies in Africa that he had studied where trade in commodities was done through exchange. Hart also found that this section of labor and micro traders played a significant role in city's economy. Hence, he felt that wage employment was there in the urban economy, comprising factory workers, government employees, teachers, etc. Alongside this invisible section also was the significant for the urban economy. They encouraged rural urban migration and provided cheap labor and cheap food. For lack of any better description, he labeled this section informal sector. This was in opposite of the formal sector. Hence, the term informal sector was born. The ILO popularized it by using it in their employment mission in Kenya. Hart had noted certain characteristics of the informal sector that make workers in this sector different from the formal sector. These are 
low levels of skill this is the reason why they are engaged in jobs involved low technology workers in the formal sector have higher degree of skill and their position in the labor is better the next one is easy entry getting work in the informal sector is comparatively easier than in the formal sector hearts study shows that any able bodied person irrespective of skill possessed can become a day laborer with minimum investment the same person can become a street vendor and sell his or her wares at the market the person need not have money to invest in a shop in this way the informal sector is able to absorb more workers who would normally not get any work because they are either not qualified or they do not have capital for investing in business the third one is low paid employment because of the requirement of the low skills and the easy entry work in the informal sector has low returns workers who offer their labor are not paid high wages in fact the biggest grievances against this sector is that the wages are many times below sustenance level in many cases low wages drive other members of the family into the informal workforce because the main wage earned is not sufficient for sustaining a household in this sense children too may be encouraged to join the labor force the fourth characteristics of the informal sector according to hart is that it is largely composed of immigrant labor hart found that the informal sector worker in ghana had come to the city from the rural areas as mentioned earlier workers and small traders in the city came from the rural areas in search of a livelihood he hence included migrant status as a characteristic of the informal sector the fourth characteristics noted by hart could be taken as the basic features of the informal sector however we shall see later that these describe the informal sector of a peculiar type this sector has increased in size as well as in variety hence these characteristics can no longer be the features of the informal sector in general they could no doubt describe a major section of the sector but not all sections the features laid down by hart show that the informal sector is a place where people with little skills find some work such a situation is not ideal especially from the developed countries point of view the underlying belief was that as these countries advance in terms of development the features would change 
the spread of education among all section of the population will improve skill formation and people will be equipped to get better jobs the improvement of the economy through industrialization will throw up new opportunities for skilled workers hence as the economy develops in an industrial economy the informal sector will be gradually absorbed by the formal sector in other words more people will get regular jobs in the large enterprises laborers will be absorbed in the factories and street vendors will be absorbed in the shops departmental stores and other forms of retailing and so on the informal sector was thus a transitory sector that would be absorbed in the formal sector this is far from reality we in fact find that informal sector has grown tremendously and even developed countries have a growing section of workers who are in the informal sector in cities in usa and uk these are a large number of women who stitch clothes and do other types of tailoring activities from home or from illegal factories these women are paid low wages and are not different from the home based workers in the developing countries they are in most cases immigrants from less developed countries and their husbands do not earn enough to maintain the family these women have to work in such conditions in order to earn some extra income nelia kabir has done a study of bangladeshi women engaged in the garment industry in london and dhaka we shall discuss this later another section of the informal sector is the street vendors one will find a growing number of street vendors in most cities in the developed countries these self employed people are mainly immigrants from the developing countries they work on the streets because they are unable to get regular jobs street vendors can be found in almost all cities in developed and less developed countries one can find them in crowded marketplaces selling a variety of less expensive goods and food in cities like new york london berlin and paris one will come across a large number of street vendors selling food flowers and durable goods most of these people are immigrants from the developing countries who have migrated in search of better life chances street vendors form a very large section of the urban informal sector in developing countries in india one estimate notes that around 2% of the total urban population is engaged in street vending in delhi there are around 
3 lakh street vendors while Mumbai has 2 lakh and Calcutta a little more than 2 lakh. The total employment provided through street vending becomes larger if we consider the fact that it sustains certain industries by marketing their products. A lot of goods and sold by street vendors such as clothes and hosiery, leather and molded plastic goods, household goods and some items of food are manufactured in small scale or home based industries. These industries engage a large number of workers, but they could have hardly marketed their product on their own. In this way, street vendors provide a valuable service by helping sustain employment in these industries. The poorer section too are able to procure their basic necessities mainly through street vendors as the goods sold are cheap. The study on street vendors conducted by the author showed that lower income groups spend a high proportion of their income in making purchases from street vendors mainly because their goods are cheap and thus affordable. Had there been no street vendors in the cities, the plight of the urban poor would be worse than what is at present. In this way, one section of the urban poor, namely street vendors, helps another section to survive. Hence, though the street vendors are viewed as a problem for urban governance, they are in fact the solution to some of the problems of the urban poor. By providing cheaper commodities, street vendors are in effect providing subsidy to the urban poor, something that the government should have done. Now let us wind up the session and take rest. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast. Music.